Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, freaks, it's Friday, May 21st, 2021. Coming up on the program today, cleaning up anal mishaps at the gay bathhouse. Plus, according to one pickup artist, women love it when you corner them in a subway car and rub their breasts. And the traffic cone fucker strikes again. All this but your voicemails today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Cheryl Murkowski reading a Craigslist personal ad. Woman on the lookout, WFRM 39. I'm up for some horse play. I love getting very physical with men. I love roughhousing, wrestling, titty twisters, all that good stuff. I'm one tough chick. Make me sweat. Rough sex is the best way for a girl to get in shape, you know. Here I am, mother of four kids, married, 39-year-olds, and I'm ultra fit. Maybe it's from all the sex I've had on the side. What I want is a man who can pin me down, stick their dick in me, and make me yell, uncle. That's what I'm talking about. You big, strong men want to give it a shot. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? Timothy James Henson? Hold my hands while I poo. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? I'm drink semen. Tim Henson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Got a great program for you today. At the top, I would like to talk about gay bathhouses. This is something I have never experienced, believe it or not. And I'm kind of surprised these things are still around. It seems to me almost like uh, an antiquated type of establishment, like a speakeasy or a Hollywood video rental store. There's just no, no need for these things anymore. Back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, even early 2000s, it was hard to be a gay guy. A lot of men were in the closet but still wanted some action. Where were they going to go to fuck? It's risky doing it out in the woods or in the in an alley or in your car or whatever. So uh, these bathhouses opened up. A lot of them are called clubs or gyms. You pay a membership fee, or I think you could maybe do, pay like a one-time entrance fee. Go in. They've got some pools, some light workout material, but also glory hole rooms. Slings out in the open. I think you could even rent little tiny rooms with like a bed in it, but that's it. And it's not for sleeping. In Columbus, uh, when I was a young man, uh, there was one, I believe, uh gay bathhouse and it was called Club Columbus. It's still around to this day. You can find it on, uh, I think it's Fifth Avenue in Grandview. There's a Burger King right next door to it. That's how I learned about it. While I never wanted to go inside and participate, I uh, did always crane my neck around to see like who was in the parking lot. I wanted to get a look at the type of people that go to bathhouses. And it's pretty much 
what you'd expect. Old people looking for young guys. Oh, if you're a young dude at a bathhouse, you are in trouble. Thought it might be kind of interesting to check out some Google and Yelp reviews of Club Columbus. I think Nick Johnson sums up the experience pretty well. He gave Club Columbus one star. Nick says, I've been here quite a few times, and I have to admit, it's just about the same experience every time. The dudes that go there, 95% of the time, are fat or very old, like, you know, 60 plus. There's barely ever any good-looking dudes. So when I get there, they follow me around, and they want to watch me get into action, which I seriously don't enjoy. Last time I was here, some guy sick in the head saw my phone next to my towel and decided to toss my phone into the hot tub. Brian also gave it a one-star review. This place has gotten worse over the years, largely due to more online apps making hooking up easier and the place being fairly run down. We've also got a rude staff and a customer who is a nine-month pregnant-looking nasty troll who is delusionally obsessed with Superman. He thinks he runs the place. Save your time and money. What a bitchy queen. That was kind of my point about these uh, types of establishments. It's it's much easier to be gay now. It's much more acceptable. Plus, you don't have to go to gay bathhouses to find sex. Like Brian said here, there are apps for that. Sean gave Club Columbus two stars, saying the recent additions, uh, the sling is cool, but not sure what the other contraption is supposed to be. I think he wants staff there to help uh, show him how to use the equipment. Yeah, like when you sign up for a gym, you know, they kind of show you how to use the equipment. Also, the remodel up front just seems like a lot of wasted space. Leave it to gays to criticize the decorating of a fucking sex club. The lobby just has too much white space. Missed opportunity. Hillary, David, I'm gonna list it. There is a common theme here. You know, like some guy wrote, the clientele is odd and strange. You know, there's trolls. The, 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 the men there are old and fat. They're strange. I've never seen any good-looking men. Just old men acting weird. This is why I don't want to go. I'm afraid I would be considered one of the weird people. You know who the real weird people are? The people that work at Club Columbus cleaning cum off of walls. Making sure the fisting cream doesn't coagulate and block the drains. You gotta really love your job to be doing something like that. Which brings me to our first clip of the day. British television produced a short documentary about gay bathhouses entitled Secrets of the Sauna. And you know, it sure seems like bathhouses overseas are a lot like the bathhouses here in the United States. In Nottingham, thousands of men use CS2 every year. Because it's so busy, the sauna is staffed by bath attendants who keep the place clean and serve the punters. 26-year-old James has been doing the job for six years. I'll check if they... Now, right now, he's going through towels, cleaning those. Six years. I'll check if there is any stains on them or blood. Oh. Why not just throw them in the wash? Who cares what's on those towels? You, you know what I mean? They all have to be washed anyway. Don't go through them. You're just going to make yourself sick. Technically, I need to wear gloves for this. Got to put on gloves. Probably a good idea. You know, this is one of the prettiest sites of the job. They have accidents. 
which still makes me heave, to be fair. You know, stains like that, you know, that's sperm. Now, it could be also somewhere else. It could be crap. I hope this guy is paid well because he's really paying a lot of attention to the towels. He's checking each one. And then in areas where there are stains, either blood or shit, he's, he's spraying them down with some sort of solution. What an endorsement for OxyClean. But James isn't part of the club. As a straight man, he definitely doesn't fraternize with the clientele. I cannot believe a straight man is doing this. Half of your employee perks are just going to waste. Also, as an employee of a bathhouse, you must get hit on a lot. Like, why is a straight guy working in a gay sauna? It doesn't matter that I'm gay or straight. I mean, obviously, people do try it. Well, I just let them know straight, and then that's basically it, and then they move on. So it's not a really big problem. Plus, I suppose it's kind of flattering as well. Unfortunately, you have to clean it all up when it's ready to be cleaned. That's the only downfall upon it. Well, that is your job. That's why you're getting paid. Although I'm sure he's like, you know, I just, I wish the gays would tidy up a little bit. Just take the towel and, and wipe the cum off if you see it. Bath attendant James may well be an old hand at the job, but it wasn't always the case. Before you started working, what did you think happened in a gay sauna? Was it a... I didn't even know what a gay sauna were, mate, to be honest. I didn't even know places like this existed. And uh, I suppose it's really, really broadened my horizons because I was kind of homophobic before. I thought a straight guy working a job like this would end up being homophobic after seeing what gay guys do fucking disgusting I, I were mate and yeah i actually realized that you know there's a lot of gay people who's really really cool yes some gay people are cool <clears throat> i'm pointing at myself but for every cool gay there's a disgusting old troll following you around at the bathhouse <clears throat> i'm also pointing at myself here Later in the documentary, it's closing time at the gay sauna. And that's when the lights finally come on. Up to this point, you know, it's, it's very dark in the bathhouse. So now I'm putting the lights on to reveal what shit is being left. It's like magic, but the terrible version of it. Ta-da! There's ass guts all over the floor. You've got to clean up. Someone's had a slight accident. Looks like feces. Oh, such a glamorous job. They actually show the feces stains. It's on like... <laughs> oh, he was so close. Uh, so there's like this little uh, a toilet paper holder. It's like a, a white metal toilet paper holder. And then there's like a slit in the middle where you can like pull out the tissue. That white metal is uh, covered in brown streaks. You know, this guy like shit all over some dude's dick and he like, ran towards the toilet paper dispenser, put his shit covered hand on the dispenser as he was using his other hand to pull out the toilet paper. What's really funny is just the look of disappointment on this poor guy's face as he realizes what it is like. Oh, God. Well, this is what I'll be cleaning up. Someone's had a slight accident. Looks like feces. So now I've got to wipe all that. I love the happy music in the background. Blink, 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 blink. Great, eh? 
Oh, you fucker. Oh, I think he's found something else. <laughs> oh. There's a... Uh... <laughs> In one of the rooms, there is a, a cucumber with a condom on it. <laughs> right, okay. So funny. It's like a fucking condom on it, everything. Safe I, sex is important. I'm not touching that. Stuff like that happens all the time, though. See, now that actually makes me kind of want to work at the bathhouse just for the stories. I would love to work there for, for just a day. You know how, like, talk show hosts always go on? Like, I remember this old clip, like, where David Letterman, back in the 90s, worked at Taco Bell for a day. You know, Conan O'Brien does it all the time. I would love to chronicle my experience as a uh, gay sauna employee. Switching gears uh, and sexual orientation, I found a video online that is going to help you guys make any woman you want horny instantly. It's all thanks to the YouTube channel Alpha Show. He is a pickup artist slash virgin, and he has all the details you need to bag abroad. Hello guys, welcome back to Level Up, a channel where I post videos that will take your life to the next level. Assuming the next level you're looking for is to be placed on a sex offender registry list. After this video, you will know how to make any girl, whether she's your friend, your girlfriend, or just a random girl from your class, extremely horny and sexually addicted to you just by sitting next to her. The trick has to be drugging her, right? He's got some tips for us. Let's get started. Okay, so let's get started with the tip number one. <laughs> sit really close. When you are with this girl you are sexually attracted to, find an excuse to sit really close to her. Pull up. I notice in the sketch, it's one of those videos where everything is sort of like drawn on the screen, all the words and pictures and stuff. The guy that is sitting next to the woman is holding a bat. Are we supposed to like threaten her with it? Is she supposed to be intimidated? You are with this girl you are sexually attracted to. Club her over the head with the baseball bat. Drag her back to your cave. I mean house. Find an excuse to sit really close to her. Pull out your tablet and show off a cool new app or read out a long interesting article from a magazine she likes. Hey baby, let me show you something. You ever hear of a little game called Candy Crush Saga? But as you sit next to her, make sure you are sitting in a tight spot so your arms are touching each other's. And even if there's a lot of space to sit on, squeeze close to her and immediately shift her focus to the table or book in your hands so she's too distracted to slide her butt away from you. I'm sorry, if the woman is anything like me, feminine with a deep love for 19th century poetry, if she's like me, she hates people sitting next to her in uh, close proximity. The very first thing I would notice is that there are other seats on the bus available. Or if we're on one, one of those long benches, I would immediately spot that there's plenty of room to, for him to be sitting on the other end of the bench, further away from me. There's no reason to be pressed up against me. It would creep me the fuck out and I would say something. 
or I would just get up and leave immediately before he even said a word in your hands so she's too distracted to slide her butt away from you. Make sure your arms touch each other's because the soft grazing of both your arms is crucial to ruse the sexual tension and turn her on. Number two, keep her interested. Don't talk flirty at all. It will raise her guard. She's already touching you and she's obviously conscious of that. Get her distracted from the touches by having an interesting conversation with her. I just came from the doctor. He thinks I have scabies. Lightly brushing up against her arm. You should have seen the massive shit I took this morning. It was very thick and hard. Are you familiar with the Bristol stool chart? Let me show you on my tablet. Right? Is that what kind of app you want me to show her? Get her attention by gossiping about something you heard or reveal a little secret you heard from a little birdie. A little birdie told me tip of my dick is glistening with pre-cum. With something while talking to her, she's overlooked the fact that both of you are almost attached to the heat. Number three, start talking flirty to her. This is so dumb. As if being stuck on a subway train next to someone is going to get them instantly hot because you're, you're pressed up against their disgusting, sweaty body. If that were the case, most women in New York City would be banging homeless guys. Mm, the scent of hot piss is alluring. All right, so the third tip is to start talking flirty with her. I think a girl horny is easiest when both of you have to sit next to each other for a while with no interruptions. Things are actually happening pretty quick on this train ride. Then he starts getting into like, whisper into her ear, start flirting with her, start to touch her a little, whisper. You know, go along with the lines, just say something with that heavy voice. Hey, touch my engorged donger. I mean, if you are really bad with women, I get how you might want to watch a video of like, how to talk to girls, what should I say, how do I meet a girl? But this guy, you know, explains what to do right up to the point of insertion, right? Penetration. Number seven, read her reprocation. If she starts speaking slowly or moves closer to you, chances are she's horny as you are right now. If you've been following these tips to the T, you definitely have an erection already. Just play along and... You know what? I, I have popped one. Repeat the flirting, teasing, touching, and reaching out to the body parts now and then as long as both of you are enjoying it. Raise your hands against her breast or watch her t-shirt. And if you find anything stiffened up, you've just worked your magic and made the girl horny, my friend. Good job, my friend. Hell yeah. Number eight. The final step. Ask her out. Now all this turning on shouldn't... Wait, wait a second. <laughs> you've already touched her tits. Is this still the subway train? And go to waste, should it? Tease her and play with her for a while and she'll love it all the more. Or if you want to do something more about it, go close to her ear and ask her if she'd like to come over to your place. Hey, uh, fingering you on the E-line has been great, but uh, do you want to maybe go out for dinner sometime? I think we're moving too fast. I only go out to dinner with guys after the fourth fingering. Oh, she's old-fashioned like that. All right, well, there you go. Some tips on how to pick up a woman on mass transit. I think I'll just stick to the gay bathhouses. Thank you. Uh, I just recently ran across an old clip from Hoarding Buried Alive that I thought was uh, particularly insane. The wackadoodle who lives in the hoarder house is a woman obsessed with puppets. She even greets her door with a puppet on her hand. Well, who could it be at the door? 
That's our hoarder. She's a woman, but she's doing an old Italian man's voice because that's the puppet she's working. Be at the door. Oh, hello. Hello, Donna. Yes. Oh, how degrading. This woman is a doctor, and now she's going to have to interact with a puppet for an hour. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you, too. And who's this? This is Uncle Vinny. This You're is so Uncle, Vinny. Uncle Vinny. How are you doing it today? When I met her back at the pike, I thought she was a beautiful woman. Holy shit. I don't believe it. They're letting the puppet do the talking head portion. Check out the chapter artwork if you want to see what uh, Vinny looks like here. It's a it's a really disgusting, old, nasty-looking puppet. Oh, Vinny. Vinny! How are you doing uh, today? How are you doing? Uh... When I met her back at the pike, I thought she was a beautiful woman. We'll show the house right now. Come on, let's go. Come on, this it's is just, a, it's just rooms full of of puppets. This is a not a good. What are you gonna do? Clean up. It should be noted that this woman isn't even a good puppeteer or a ventriloquist. As she's talking as Vinny, her mouth is moving. She's not even trying to hide it. Do clean up this place. I think she often deflects from her sense of distress by using humor, by using her dolls. And I- They're puppets, not dolls. Really wanted her to be able to sit with the feelings that she has. This doctor has just insulted her craft. Calling her puppets dolls. That's incendiary. Anyway, despite that horrible gaffe, the hoarder opens up to the doctor and explains what's happening in her life. It's kind of like um, I've already accepted the fact that I will never marry again. Yes, she got a divorce, and that's really what started her downward spiral into complete and utter madness. This house is so cold. No one, no one to share it with. Oh, wait. I'll fill it full of puppet children, and I'll give them all voices. You know, bitch has gone cuckoo crazy. The house won't be empty anymore. It'll be filled with laughter and love and felt. Lots and lots of felt. Or do you think the puppets are the reason why her ex-husband had to leave? I, I, I can't do this anymore. You never talk to me anymore. You always speak through your puppets. I want a divorce. This isn't working out. This isn't a marriage. Is like the Muppet Show. Ah, oh, why are you so sad? This is a Vini. Let me be your marriage counselor. I got my therapist license at Pizzeria University. Ay, ay, ay. It's an awful Italian accent, and your mouth is moving. How can I be married to someone I can't respect? Ah, look at here, a wise guy. Now you're not even using a puppet to speak. You're opening and closing your hands. Some call me Princess Fingerella. Won't you try to fit this glass slipper on my pinky? What? No, I want a divorce. I accepted the fact that I could die alone. But my only little area where I feel a little happiness is the thought that I could possibly start performing again as a ventriloquist. At one point, this was her career? I don't believe it. I gave up a glamorous life in show business to get married. And then he just rips my heart out and leaves me. But now, now's my time to shine. I'm going to get back out there on the circuit. 
give him hell. Give him that old-fashioned razzmatazz. Knock him dead and become the toast of Hollywood. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? What circuit? The ventriloquism circuit. <laughs> like, what? I don't, was there ever a ventriloquism circuit? If you're not like Jeff Dunham, I don't think ventriloquism is a uh, high-paying job. Anyway, and I should remind you, it needs to be driven home, this point, that um, when you're talking as a puppet, your mouth is moving. You're a very bad ventriloquist. It is very hard. It is very hard because that thought is causing you a huge amount of fear and it's organizing your life right now. You got to get out there and you got to conquer your fear. Get up on stage with Vinny. Let that crowd eat you alive. You'll see that uh, while bombing feels horrible, probably the worst feeling you've ever experienced in your life, it won't technically kill you. So you can try to get better and then go back up on stage again. By the way, I mean, I know there is a huge mental aspect to hoarding, but I feel like that part of it, the whole reason why we're here is to clean up this psychopath's house. And while there are a lot of puppets strewn about, that still only makes up a small fraction of the uh, the other crap she has cluttered about. By the way, if she continues to use these puppets, I might have to watch the entire episode instead of just a clip. It's too good not to. Uh, real quick, before we get into the news, I thought we would take our weekly look at what Devin Sweeney's been up to. Yes, I've got a Devin Sweeney update. Devin, take it away. Hey, what's up, bitches on YouTube? This is me, Devin, and I'm the king of YouTube, motherfuckers. So get it right, bitches. I'm the king, bitch. And you gotta get down and worship this bitch. All the way down to my cock to suck it. Going to smoke some weed tonight and watch some movies with my daddy, poo. Because my daddy's in the shower jerking his wang-wang off. I don't know if this is Devin's real father or if this is like a sweet daddy situation. And Devin lets him do whatever he wants to him because he's so horny and hard up for meth or whatever. Weed tonight and watch some movies with my daddy poo. Yeah. Because my daddy. Weed and movies with daddy. He's in the shower jerking his wang off. And I'm just out here bored as fuck. And watching this pussy asshole. Stop falling my shampoo. It's odd because he's sort of looking off at, towards the bathroom. And I don't know if his dad, daddy, it, has the door open or what. Oh. I mean, Devin says he can look at his crusty ass. Don't stop it. My dad's falling my shampoo. Uh, is he saying fondling the shampoo? No, I knocked it over accidentally. You knock it over? Yeah. You're not trying to get in the shower? Is it going to go up your pump? Oh, fuck off and die. Good <laughs> <laughs> world of favor. Why? I'm not going to die anytime soon. You're probably going to die before me. Thank God. <laughs> interesting relationship those two have. Oh, my God. Oh, speaking of uh, interesting relationships, I almost forgot about this. This is only 15 seconds long, but it provides some unique views on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict through the eyes of an Indian dude and a Bangladeshi man. I think the Indian guy supports Israel. I am Indian Hindu, and I support Israel. Fight against terrorism. 
And then we have the uh, the Bangladesh guy responding. I am Bangladeshi. I fuck your mother. I fuck your sister. I fuck everyone supporting Israel. Bloody bastard. See, now those are views you, you don't find on CNN. You want the real story. You got to go international. Israeli supporters are bloody bastards and deserve to have their wives and sisters fucked. Hard. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now. Are you not yet a member of the Distorted View Sideshow? Let's rectify that situation right now. The Sideshow is DV's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of shows, 16 plus years of stupidity, thousands and thousands of past programs more importantly every week i produce new exclusive shows just for sideshow freaks we did two this week and that's typical for the sideshow usually two or three episodes a week will be sideshow exclusive in the past we've done mini shows bonus programs entire series that are sideshow exclusive like our uh, our video series on cut but fudge sunday or he did that for us for a few years Lots of stuff in the archives. Lots of new stuff every week. Memberships are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Why should you sign up aside from getting all of this content? Well, this is how I make my living. So if you'd like Distorted View Daily, this is the best way you can support it. Again, superfreaksideshow.com, all major credit cards, and PayPal accepted. Thank you to all of my Sideshow members. You are the reason this show continues. There are other ways to help us out, though. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Uh, there are different levels. Like if you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line. You know how Patreon works. Check it out, patreon.com slash view. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, you may remember Trevor Smith. He appeared on Distorted View Daily a few years ago when he got in trouble for having sex with a traffic cone can't do that at least not in public that's not your traffic cone one thing if you buy a traffic cone and you you know you you sit on it in your apartment or something guy was like out on the road spotted a traffic cone that looked particularly good that you'd had one of those uh, reflective rings around it you know just asking for it slut all right a pervert who made headlines for trying to have sex with a traffic cone couldn't get it all the way in, has found himself back in court over another vile act. Drunk and drug-addled Trevor Smith, 50, was caught by staff. You know what? That isn't an excuse. There are plenty of people who get drunk and don't sit on a traffic cone. Meth makes you do a lot of things. I get it. But destroying your rectum? Well, crystal meth loosens up your butthole. That is true. After you work a traffic cone up your rectum, it also helps to loosen it up. Drunk and drug-addled Trevor Smith was caught by staff at Wigan Northwestern Rail Station, thrusting his hips towards the object. Oh, he wasn't shoving the cone in his ass. He was uh, rubbing his dick. He was trying to fuck the traffic cone. Okay. Uh, While his trousers and underpants were pulled down, this all took place in April 2019, he was handed a 26-week jail sentence suspended for two years now smith has breached that sentence after he was spotted performing a sex act on a balcony i'm sorry was he just on the balcony performing a sex act or was he 
performing the sex act on a balcony like he performed a sex act on the traffic cones. You got to be way more specific when it comes to this guy. I don't know if he's like sticking his dick in between the rails or something. Anyway, yeah, he was spotted performing a sex act on a balcony while staring at a group of teenagers. I'm a pervert, and so far they haven't made a law against looking. However, if you're looking and masturbating, that's a different story. As poor Trevor found out for himself here. A horrified onlooker said she felt physically sick and called police after the incident. Uh, This happened on March 18th of this year. Officers discovered Smith (laughs) sweating profusely and out of breath as porn played from his mobile phone. This almost sounds like a Gooner Bader session. It probably was on meth. You know, you can jerk off for hours without coming when you're on that stuff. And I bet the porn he was watching on his mobile phone was one of those, like, masturbation popper training videos. Five, four, three, two, one. Get your poppers. Left nostril. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Exhale. Right nostril. Well, I've never seen this one before. Hold it. Hold it. It's a faggot popper training techno video. Okay. I can't tell who this is for. Like, is this for straight guys? Because it's like it's like women with like their tits out and stuff telling you to do the poppers but then then they're calling you faggot and while they're doing that it's just like shots of guys having sex like really graphic dick and ass sex close-ups you can't help but be gay when watching this video Sorry, is this a faggot popper training video or is this the voicemail segment of Distorted View Daily? I think it's just people calling in wanting to talk to me. I just want to watch this whole thing. Is it a time to do another hit of poppers? We'll revisit the faggot popper training video in a moment, but I got to get back to the news story. Chris Hopkins prosecuting explained the disgusted onlooker lived in an adjacent apartment block and at around 9.50 p.m. was alerted to a noise on the street. Mr. Hopkins said she looked out her window and saw a group of about nine teens, male and female. They were all just walking along the street. She then noticed the defendant hanging outside of his window. Mr. Hopkins said he was well-known by neighbors, and the woman recognized him. Smith had his hand on the window ledge and was leaning over the window ledge, looking towards the ground. The woman saw when Smith stepped back from the balcony that he was fully naked, with his boxer shorts pulled down to his knees. 
just like when he was fucking that traffic cone. Mr. Hopkins said Smith appeared to be performing a sex act on himself. He said she was horrified and felt physically sick, especially because the group of kids walking past and he was looking out towards them. She said it was disgusting and near a busy road, adding anybody could have seen what he was doing. The horrified woman called police, who arrived to find Smith wearing a towel and out of breath and sweating. Sounds like he just came to me. They searched his bedroom and discovered a bag of cannabis and noted that on his mobile phone, porn was visibly on display. And then the news story reminds us about his previous incident again. On October 24th, 2019, he was handed a 26-week sentence suspended for two years after he was found intoxicated in a lift at a train station, thrusting his hips towards a cleaner's cone, which was witnessed by members of the public. Apparently, Mr. Smith has completed his suspended sentence and started a drug awareness course, and he now wants to start his life anew. No more alcohol, no more drugs. Well, are poppers considered drugs? Customs through. Bag, bag, loser. Yeah, yeah, loser. Bag, bag, bitch. Thank you, popper trainer ladies. Second story we have for you today. Responding to multiple 911 calls about a naked woman, quote, walking around and jumping in and out of vehicles at a car dealership in Minnesota, cops discovered a nude 35-year-old woman fingering herself while splayed across the floor of a pickup truck. If you like it up loud and you hear Billy proud, then you know what I'm talking about. Let me hear you say, truck, yeah, want to get it jacked up, yeah about jacked up she's certainly hillbilly proud though oh my god there are so i mean we we know this of course but uh i was looking up country songs that included the words pickup truck and i was paralyzed by the number of choices it's like these guys these like country singers get all they fetishize trucks dress on the back of a truck lift up her skirt and jam that beer bottle right up her cunt just trying to incorporate everything he was just singing about there cause there's something women like about a pickup man you can set my truck on fire and roll it down a hill now we're getting into the type of country music my parents like and I still wouldn't trade it for a good I got an eight foot bed that never the whole song is about a pickup truck it's called pickup man by Joe Diffie. Growing up, oh my God, I listened to so much. I, I mean, I tried not to because I didn't like country music, so I couldn't tell you anything about the uh, artists or whatever, but I just re- remember that twangy sound. Right, enough of that. Really has nothing to do with the news story, uh, aside from the fact that I believe this woman is a redneck woman. She was laying in the in the bed of a pickup truck, fingering herself, playing that honky tonky twat like a banjo. Police dispatchers were initially told that the naked woman was sitting alone inside a Pontiac SUV. 
And she looked happy and did not appear to be hurt, but appeared to possibly be under the influence. When cops arrived on the scene, the Pontiac was found running with its driver's side door open, but the vehicle was empty. Nearby, officers spotted a Chevy Silverado. I like how this woman decided that she could not masturbate in a Pontiac SUV. A, it's just embarrassing. But B, there's no room. It's not conducive to a sprawled out, juicy, pussy squirting, bean flicking session or whatever. Uh, so she found a Chevy Silverado. I drive your truck. Christ, the the Chevy Silverado had its rear driver's side door open. The police officers also noticed feet sticking out of the door. Upon approaching the SUV, it's not an SUV, it's a truck, a patrolman spotted Jennifer Dorrit Weber, 35, lying across the floor of the second row. The naked Weber was on her back, feet in the air, fingering herself. Ta-da! I finger my twine in a pickup truck. I slide them in and I slide them out. I pound my gash and in a flash, my pussy is creaming, creaming for you in a pickup truck. All right. Uh, you can turn that into a song. I don't know. Blake Shelton, you can take that. It's a freebie. Cops say Weber, who is not someone you would want to see masturbating. I know, like, a lot of times guys are like, oh, my God, a woman, spotting a woman, pleasuring herself? Me look-see, please. Well, if you want a look-see, take a look-see at today's chapter artwork right now for this story. That's who was masturbating. Yeah, I thought you'd pass. Never mind, don't need to see it. Moving right along. Cops say Weber was making nonsensical comments and said she thought she was in Florida. <laughs> like, if, if she was in Florida, the cops probably wouldn't even been called in. That ain't the weirdest thing that's happening right now. We got bigger fish to fry. There's a guy who's ripping out his teeth one by one with pliers and then flicking them in people's drinks at a bar. That's what we got to deal with right now. Woman masturbating in a car dealership's truck. How quaint. Maybe this is her way of test driving. Perfectly acceptable in Florida. I love that that's her defense. Officers, I'm sorry. I thought this was Florida. As what uh, brought her to the Minnesota area, Weber replied, to please the boys. She's on a bit of a regional prostitution tour, I guess. Investigators noted that Weber continued to masturbate as she spoke to the officers. Over the next hour... Police, who had summoned an EMS crew, tried to coax Weber out of the SUV, but she just kept pounding that pussy with her digits. Throughout this time, Weber was making nonsensical statements and continued to masturbate. Finally, after prolonged negotiations, Weber exited the SUV and was taken into custody and transported to a local hospital. Police say they recovered meth and drug paraphernalia following the conclusion of the May 9th standoff. The SUV's owner told police that his vehicle was being serviced (laughs) and Weber did not have permission to enter the Chevy. Weber was subsequently booked into the county jail for indecent exposure, narcotics, DWI, and entering a vehicle without the owner's permission, all which are misdemeanors. 
final story we have for you today. Oh, look, this one actually takes place in Florida. Say it with me. Florida is the most fucked up state. A man is accused of shooting another man who threw part of a banana at his truck during a road rage incident. Is his fucking name Wario? Robert Lewis and Peter Solid Jr. allegedly got into an argument while driving down Highway 19, detectives said. Following the argument, Sala Jr. reportedly drove past Lewis and threw a banana at the side of his truck. Lewis, who was sitting in his truck and was allegedly armed with a blue shell, that was a silly move, Sala Jr., throwing a little banana. Lewis is pulling out the big guns. Actually, he had a real gun, a handgun. Uh, the bullet shattered the right front passenger window. Sala Jr. suffered a small, non-life-threatening laceration to his leg from a piece of glass fragment that struck him. Lewis was arrested and is facing charges for shooting a deadly missile into an occupied vehicle. I'm sorry, but Sala Jr. started at first with the banana thing. Yeah, it's not exactly a weapon, but, you know, like I've seen so many court cases where, you know, the two guys get into a fight and the first guy just sort of pushes the other dude. And then the other guy comes back and just starts wailing on him with with his fist. It's the same thing, really, right? There's a big difference between just a tap or a push. And still, it's the it's the guy who initiated the fight that gets in trouble. He laid hands on him first. And this should be the same type of situation. You threw a banana at the guy's car. Should he have shot you? Probably not. That was a bit of an overreaction. But still, if you didn't start with the banana stuff, you probably wouldn't have pulled out the gun. <laughs> oh, no. Apparently, Waluigi's real last name is Sala Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, my friends, is your distorted news uh, for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Have I mentioned our Discord recently? A lot of great people in the Discord posting uh, stuff, potential you know clips for me to feature on the program. A lot of good conversation going. There's different sections in the Discord, depending on what you want to talk about. Politics, sex stuff, mead. (laughs) I think there is a mead room in there. Check it out. There is a link on the main navigation bar over there at uh, distortedview.com. You can join 1,200 other freaks. Nice little community going there. Let's uh, check in now with a few freaks and see what they're up to on this fine Friday. Hey, Pam. It's Cat Lady. Um, play this on the free side because uh, I'm going to sit here for a minute and suck your figurative dick what? because I just have to say, like, this side show is so fucking worth it. I I know I am a patron. You know, I, I pay the five bucks so I can call in all the fucking time and bother everybody. And it doesn't matter because you have to sit there and listen to me because I paid five bucks. But guess what? Right. You can do it too. You can call in and start a voicemail word and tell me how much you hate me. Or you can also call in and tell me how much you love me. And like somebody uh, called in one time like a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I was doing dishes and he said, oh, Tim, I got to tell you, I fell in love. And I'm like, oh, how sweet this, this voicemail. And then he's like, 
I think her name is Level 80, Level 80, uh, well, Level 80 Catley. I mean, are you fucking what? And then he said, I just want, I want to, I want to kiss her and then I want to lick all her up and down, all over her hemorrhoids. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, doing dishes, not sitting there, I mean, I'm standing there doing dishes. Yes, someone wants to lick your hemorrhoids. Is that so right? I mean, do you know what type of listeners we have? Cracking the fuck <laughs> up. It's so fucking funny. I guess that's just more of an ad for your Patreon. Oh. But yeah, you guys should pay that extra five bucks. It's so fun to call in and hear yourself and your stupid shitty voice. But also, the side show is worth it. I'm a lifetime member and. Having so much, like so many shows of him, and this- I mean, I don't, uh, I don't know about other premium podcasts, but I gotta think, you get the most for the for the least amount of money with Distorted View. I mean, I've seen some other podcasts charge you fifteen, twenty bucks a month. I don't, I don't know what podcast they are. I just picked that number out of my ass. Uh, but I mean, like you know, we've been around for so long. There's so much in the archives. And there's so many exclusive shows. It's really not a bad deal at all, in my humble opinion. I'm kind of biased, I guess. Also, I promise you, I did not put Level 80 Cat Lady up to this. I didn't tell her to call in about the sideshow or Patreon or anything. She did this on her own. Good lady. Hey, Tim, it's Meowness. Uh, just Meowness. check it in, because uh, I hear you listening to this disgusting TLC shit with the guy with the nasty feet. And it just reminded me that I just wanted to comment that the, I love, there's several sounds that you make, like... Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, so uh, I was obsessed for a while with that Dr. Pimple Popper show, and now they're moving on to that uh, My Feet Are Killing Me show, which I can't watch. You know how I feel about feet? It killed me to play those clips on the show. This was a few months ago, and I'm pretty sure since then uh, we haven't played anymore. And it just reminded me that I just wanted to comment that the... I love... There's several sounds that you make, like, maybe three or four times a year. And I've always loved when something gets you like that. And <laughs> one of them that you do is when you go, oh, no, oh, no. That's a great one. But I also love when you go, when, <laughs> when, some, when something catches you off guard and you find it funny, you go, <laughs> Really? Oh, man. Like, like Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> like it's the secret word has just been uttered. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often, but Jamboree! <laughs> oh man, it's great when you when something just gets you live. Love you, Tim. All right, I I sound like an idiot. I think that's what the point of that message was. Let's do some more here. I got to start uh, whittling these voicemails. Hello down. there, Timmy Boo. It is me, Corbin Guy. I'm incredibly awesome, and so are you, and you keep me deeply, deeply, <laughs> deeply entertained. Oh, you have a good voice. With your weekly shows. So please, keep up the podcast, keep up the faggotry, and keep up the awesomeness, goddammit. I couldn't turn down the faggotry if I tried. That's all we My do- faggotry goes to 11. And of you as listeners. <laughs> My desk is falling apart. Do you hear that now? Something fell off of it. All right. Uh, next up here. Tim. It's Meowness. Oh, hey, Meowness. Uh, how did you... Didn't he just call into the voicemail line? Now, this call is from several months ago. 
get through this entire Gorilla Glue saga without bringing up that, look at the glue. Oh, oh yeah. look at the glue. You remember a few months ago, people were like putting Gorilla Glue on their head, in their hair. That's where we're at as a society. That's how we're passing the time during the pandemic. Ooh, doing dumb shit like that. Doing the Gorilla Glue challenge. Yes, a long time ago, there was a guy, a YouTube channel. This guy was obsessed with glue. Specifically, he would glue himself. Wow, he was really on the, he was a pioneer. You know, years later, people started gluing them their, their hair and stuff. This guy was uh, gluing himself to the floor. And then he would try to sit up get up off of uh, you know off of the the floor and you just hear you know the, the glue ripping he'd wear I, diapers sometimes i think it's like i was and he would say look at the glue look at the horsey glue <laughs> these are horses waiting this entire time to hear you say something about that sorry <laughs> it never came up i know forgot about that guy honestly let's do one more here hey timmy boo Sideshow member Snatch Weasel here. Hey, Snatch I'm about Weasel. a month and a half behind. Oh, uh, good, because I'm about five months behind on the voicemails. So I'm just now getting this. Don't worry, I've been paying you since the Sideshow started. I'll, I'm will i not going anywhere. I'll catch up to all of them. Thank you. Uh, but I just want to let you know, after all these years, uh, I think one of my favorite, absolute favorite pieces of audio uh, was just given to us by your mother. Uh, that little clip of her saying, Merry Christmas, fucking people. Uh, just it made my year, man. That that's one of the funniest little clips um, that I've ever heard on your show. I haven't I, talked to her in a while. I wonder if she's still alive. <laughs> no, she's doing fine. It's extra funny. You check in with that bitch because it's your mom. If it was just some old lady, who'd give a shit? But your right. mom is just fucking awesome. And that clip, so that, that's not a word she ever says. By the way, it's just amazing. So uh, she'll only say it for me. Always keep up the good work, buddy. Uh, look forward to all the shows of 2021. Uh, hope you had a good Christmas, all that good shit. A little, a little behind on the voicemails. Freaks, I'm trying here. Maybe it's time to do a voicemail show. Uh, to be fair, I mean, he didn't call right after New Year's or something. This is towards the end of February, so we're slowly catching up. You know what? I, I, I better do another voicemail here. Hey, boo, spiral him, fucker. Hey. I'm thinking about getting a cat. Hey. Sometimes when I'm sleeping at night, I hear weird shit in the house. I'm like, what the fuck is that? So if I get a cat, I'd be like... I don't know if a cat will protect you. What the fuck? Oh, it's probably just the cat. Go back to sleep, oh. Dennis. It's just a way of, like, comforting yourself. Like, oh, it's just a cat making noise. Not a demon or, or alien. Monster. Oh, wait, you're not seven. That's what a seven-year-old would think. You're like, oh, someone's breaking in. Someone's going to steal all my stuff and sexually assault me. Oh, it's just the cat. Good strategy, Spiral Ham Fucker. I like it. Spiral Ham Fucker. And my origins are unknown. Spiral Ham Fucker. Fuck, I'm in L.A. getting stuff. That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch you guys email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Looks like feces. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I could not do it without you. If you're not yet a Sideshow member, you know what to do. Superfreaksideshow.com. Have a great weekend. I'll see you back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye.
Have a great Friday, you motherfucker. Maria Athens, signing off. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.